Remember when everyone would ask you when you were little, what do you want to be when you grow up? And now we're grown up and don't know what we're doing with our lives. Hi, my name is Madeline and I am a college and career life coach. I help high school students, college students, and other young adults navigate the confusion that is life after graduation. Whether it's choosing your first career path or changing to a new career path, I am here to help you figure out what it is that you are doing with your life. So welcome, get comfortable, and let's hang out together. Hi everyone, thank you for coming back and joining me yet again for another podcast episode. This week, we are going to be talking about some mistakes that people make when choosing a career. Yes, this is another one of our FAQs. The question itself is, what are some mistakes people make when choosing a career? And so that's kind of long, so I'm just going to alter the title a little bit to make it shorter. But that is the question we will be covering today. So let's get started. For me, I would say the biggest mistake that somebody could make when choosing their career is choosing it because somebody pressured them into it. A lot of times I feel like people are, well, people, students are told that they should pursue a certain job path, either A, because of like a family legacy type situation, or B, because people think it's a good job and that the student should pursue it. In that situation, students will go through and pursue this job that they've been told is a good job. It's high paying. It's, you know, what it takes to be quote unquote successful in life. And sometimes they get there and they absolutely hate it and they change their mind and they have to actually do the work at that point to figure out what they like and then pursue that. I feel like maybe it's a lot less common now, but then again, I'm not sure. I think the problem is not necessarily parents telling you that you need to pursue a certain thing, but rather it's the student doesn't necessarily have any idea what they want to do. And because there's so much societal pressure to go to college right out of high school and get a job as soon as you graduate college and start your life as an independent adult because there's so much pressure on that specific timeline. I feel like a lot of times students are just looking for any possibility or any path that they could take that would lead them to what they think success is, or maybe not necessarily what they think success is, but the version of success that society has hammered into their brains, so to speak. Another mistake that someone can make when choosing a career is choosing it for the wrong reasons. And that obviously directly connects to the point that I just made. Choosing a career because someone told you to do it is definitely a wrong reason unless you feel strongly about that career and you actually want to pursue that career for yourself just giving in to the pressures of other people whether it's parents or guidance counselors or just society in general 
I would consider that pursuing a career for the wrong reasons. So there are other ways that you can pursue a career for the wrong reasons, and I'll get to that in just a second. But when you think about pursuing a career, what would be a right reason to pursue it? Definitely interest, passion, the fact that it aligns with whatever lifestyle that you want for yourself. Those would all be considered right reasons to pursue something, right? Um, But this is based on ultimately what you want out of life. Do you want to be career driven and spend most of your time working in your career, climbing up a corporate ladder or working on professional projects or what, you know, whatever the case may be, stacking up as much money as you can. If that's something that you want, then go for it. If you have the time to dedicate yourself to a job like that, go for it. And, you know, that's what I thought I wanted for myself. I wanted to be career driven and dedicate myself to my job full time and focus on stacking up as much money as I could. And it's always been in me to be a workaholic and have a very high work ethic. And I definitely get that from my dad. Yeah, so that's what I thought I wanted. Then I got it and I got burnt out really quickly and realized, you know, maybe that's not all that I thought it was going to be. Unfortunately, I didn't know what I wanted out of life before I chose my career. And that's okay because sometimes it takes a while to realize what you want. Sometimes it takes experiencing what you dislike in order to figure out what it is that you like. I chose my career for monetary gain only to end up feeling unhappy and unbalanced in that career field. I've said it before, so I'll summarize it again. But for those of you who don't know, um, I was an x-ray tech for about a year and a half. I was working at a hospital and the hospital was roughly 35, 40 minutes from my house. So I would work eight hour shifts, five days a week. So from the time that I had to, you know, get ready for work, drive to work, work the full eight hours, and then drive back home. I really only had, if I was going to get a full night's sleep, I only had like three hours to myself during the day. And that started to pile up because I just felt unbalanced and that I didn't have time for anything else other than my job. So I quickly realized that money is nice, but it's not everything to me. And I realized it was more important to have work-life balance, have a healthy balance of other things in my life and work instead of giving the majority of my time to work. And I realized that I could not put up with a job that was continuing to literally drain the life out of me. That's what it felt like to me. I became miserable because I realized how imbalanced I was and how unhappy it was making me. And I got to the point where I was crying every day for like months. And once I realized it was time for me to go, I didn't up and quit just immediately. I had to stick around, make a plan, figure out what I was going to do next and step out on a whole lot of faith (laughs) to get to that point. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a rough time. So I really feel for anybody who says that they are miserable in their job and that they hate their job because that feeling is not something that I want to ever have to experience ever again. And you know, thinking back to when I was choosing my career, I 
failed to realize my own personal limitations. Again, for those of you who don't know my story, I started to become sick with a chronic illness in high school. There was damage done to my body over time. It wasn't super severe, and I was probably actively sick for about five years, so it did, you know, spill over into college. Um, But I sustained damage to my body. Wasn't super severe, but it changed the function of my body forever. And I ended up in a career that required a lot of physical labor. Now, you know, manual physical labor, working hard physically, that has never been anything that has bothered me before. But with my history of chronic illness, my body had already been through damage to where I couldn't handle as much as I normally could before I became sick. I didn't want a physical career for myself long term. And even after a year and a half, I felt like I was running my body into the ground with that job. I realized very, very quickly that I wanted a career that was easier on my body. Could I have changed my work situation and stayed in the same career field? Yeah, I could have. Um, But there were other factors about the career field as a whole that I was unhappy with. And I'm not saying that chronically ill people can't handle tough work environments because it's very possible. It's very doable. I did it myself for obviously a year and a half on top of the two years that I was in school because we had clinical then too and I was on my feet a good bit. But what I'm saying is that I ignored the fact that I knew deep down I didn't want to put up with that long term. I had never made it a point to assess with myself, what it was that I wanted out of a career path realistically. Like realistically, I don't want a physical job long-term. I'm clear on that now. And had I had I done some self-reflection, introspection um, before choosing a career path, I maybe would have came to those same terms too. But because of where I was in my illness, I was in the process of getting treatment and I was pretty sick and tired, literally sick and tired. Um, and I said, I have to take time off from school. I can't do this. I can't go back to a four year degree. I want to find something. If I'm going to go back to school, I want to find something that is the shortest amount of schooling for the greatest reward. And I was talking like monetary reward. Um, And so that's how I ended up in x-ray school. Something in me told me I didn't want to be a nurse. And I'm very glad I didn't go that route because nurses have a very hard job and I have a lot of respect for them. But I'm very glad that I didn't end up in nursing. And um, x-ray, I do believe, was a better fit for me. And I love the x-ray field. Absolutely love it. Um, I just have beef with the healthcare system right now. But that is a story for another time. Yeah, so where I was... I thought I was making the right decision because I felt like school was the only option. and That's all I had available to me. So that's why I was like, well, if I'm going to go back, but realistically, I didn't want to go back. I wanted to start working and I was looking at jobs where I could start working with just a high school degree. But my parents were like, no, you're going to go back to school. And, you know, aside from my parents, I did feel like long term, like school is the better option to find a career that's actually going to like pay well and all that stuff. But we know today that's not necessarily true. This was a few years back. So in retrospect, 
I realized I chose my career for the wrong reasons and that's probably why I didn't last very long there. The needs that I absolutely needed to have met were not being fulfilled, but at the same time, I didn't know which needs or deal breakers, because I refer to them as deal breakers sometimes too. I didn't know which ones were more important to me until I was put in a situation where I wasn't being fulfilled in that certain area. Like I said, all of my previous attempts at various careers, a mistake that I have made personally was not being clear on what my career interests are, what my career deal breakers are, my limitations when it came to my career. I was not being honest with myself about what I realistically could handle long term. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, That's just a way to ensure my happiness. If I was like, you know what, I should be able to handle this job despite anything I've been through. If I was stubborn like that and I kept myself in that job, like I was sick and tired and achy and in pain like all the time. Like not only was I physically tired from running around all the time, but I also was pushing my body to its limits, which was in turn not doing my immune system very well. I wasn't resting as much as I should have. I was resting as much as I could for the situation that I was in, but I wasn't resting as much as I should have, which in turn did not do good things for my immune system. And then working in the hospital, like I was, I would get sick too, like just catching random things in the hospital. So, um, yeah, had I taken a moment to really reflect on all those things that would be important to me, that would help me find a career that best fit not only my interests, but the lifestyle that I envisioned for myself, then I probably would have never chosen x-ray in the first place. But like I said, it's hard to know before you go into it. And you know, I don't hold that against myself because how was I supposed to know? I did what I felt was right with the information I was presented at the time. And I don't regret my decision to leave at all. So you may choose a career thinking it's going to give you what you want. Like I did. Like I thought that career was going to provide everything that I wanted for myself. Everything that I thought I wanted for myself. But until you're absolutely clear on what you want, it's always going to be a gamble. And that's not to say it won't work out because maybe it will, but you won't know until you try. Not being clear on what I wanted out of life and out of a career was a mistake that I made when choosing a career. Absolutely. I would say that. How can you choose what fits you best if you don't even know what that is going to be? There's a certain level of self-reflection that has to happen before deciding on a career path. And I feel like a lot of people, obviously, including myself, make that mistake these days. Some people have an interest that is a non-traditional or unconventional career path. And if that's you, you may have been told lots of times that your interest doesn't lead to a quote-unquote real job. You were given that interest for a reason. I'm telling you, do not let that go. Don't be afraid to follow the path if that's what is standing out to you. The fear of failure holds so many of us back in life. You know, the fear of failure works the same as worrying about something. When you worry about something happening, you're not worrying about the thing itself, but you're worrying about how it's going to make you feel. By worrying about how that thing will make you feel, you're literally giving yourself that feeling prematurely for no reason. Because at the end of the day, the thing you're worrying about is just a hypothetical situation in the present moment. It works the same way for failure. 
You're not worried about it not working out. You're not even worried about other people judging you for it. You're worried about how those things are going to make you feel when they happen. You are making yourself feel in the present moment how you predict those things will make you feel if they happen in the future. It's counterproductive. And I know dealing with anxiety isn't that easy. Obviously, I know that firsthand because I have anxiety too. I want to give you that different perspective, that different thought process, so that hopefully you can stop those thoughts in their tracks before they start to make you feel bad. That is something that I'm still working on because sometimes mentally I will spiral and it's obviously not good. So I try to really dissect the thoughts that I'm having and say, okay, what about this is actually true? What about this is counterproductive? And what can I do moving forward to free myself from these types of destructive thoughts? To summarize what I touched on today, I talked about a few different ways that people make mistakes when choosing a career. The first one is choosing a career path because someone pressured them into it, whether that's being pressured into a certain career path because of a family legacy or something like that, or being pressured into a certain career path because you feel like your time is running out and you haven't made a decision and that you have to quickly make a decision and you just take the first good career idea that is thrown at you. The third one is pursuing careers for the wrong reasons, which, you know, the first two kind of fall under that. But let's say my example, I chose my career for money and it turned out that's not what I actually wanted. So there are right reasons to choose careers and wrong reasons to choose careers. So what I would tell you going forward is just really evaluate why you're choosing your career. Make sure that you are clear on your own interests, your own deal breakers, your own limitations. And if there's something in that career that is going against one of those three things, then that might be an indication that you wouldn't do well in that career. And that's okay. There's so many career options out there that you can choose from. And just because one of them comes to a dead end doesn't mean that it's over for you. You have so many options, so many different things to explore. I've talked about before on my social media, I think I maybe have mentioned it in a podcast episode, but there are so many aspects to a field of study. So like for me, I was in the field of radiology and there was x-ray, there's CT, there's MRI, there's nuclear medicine, IR, um, there's ultrasound, like a bunch of different things that you can do within radiology that give you direct patient-facing interactions. But there's also things like being a radiologist. You, you still come into contact with patients, but um, it's not all the time, like if you were actually a tech on the floor. But the radiologists also view and diagnose the imaging, but they also do special procedures. You could be in the computer science aspect and you can be technical support and helping with the equipment. Same thing with physics or engineering. Like they all play key parts in the world of radiology, but aren't necessarily patient facing. So you've got options. So there can be other career fields that are just like that. Like there's multiple aspects to 
let's say law enforcement, there's multiple aspects to law enforcement. There's more than just being a police officer or a judge. You have people that work in the courthouse as courtroom clerks. You have people that work in the courthouse at like the register of deeds. You have just, I don't know, I can't even name more of, more than that off the top of my head. I say all that to say there are options. So just because Let's use me as an example. Just because I came to a dead end in x-ray and I didn't like where I was at, I could either A, move facilities because there is a huge amount of various facilities that I could work at that are different from the environment that I was in, but also I could move around in the career field itself and find something totally new to try. So keep your options open. Try to do some self-exploration and figure out what it is that you want out of a career. And like I said, it can be hard to know that right now, especially if you are just now like graduating high school or just now going to college. It can be hard to know that. But if you can at least come up with like one or two things, that can still steer you in the right direction until you're more clear fully on what you want out of a job. And again, don't be afraid to pursue a non-traditional career path just because someone thinks it's not a quote-unquote real job because there are plenty of people out here that are making a living off of unconventional, non-traditional career paths. So just believe in yourself, stick to your interests and your passions and see how far it'll take you. So I guess technically that's the fourth thing is letting yourself succumb to the fear of failure. Before we end the episode today, I had a handful of my friends give some advice to themselves. I asked them to tell their high school selves what they wish they'd known at the time. The first one says, take all the time you need to explore your likes and dislikes. Don't feel pressured by the traditional route of graduating and going straight to college. The debt isn't worth it. The next one says, shadow different career paths you may be interested in. And if you're thinking of going to college, explore the curriculum required before choosing your field of study. This one says, mine would either be number one, take some time off school to explore your interests, or number two, start at a community college. And the last one says, it was never that serious. It seems like a lot of us who have gotten out on the other side of college have lots of things that we'd change about the way we decided to do things. If you're a high school student listening to this, I hope you take what resonates with you from everything I say on here, and I hope no matter what you do, you carefully consider it first. Same to all the college students on here, but for my college students, know that it's okay to change your mind, whether that may be changing your major, career path, or dropping out completely. Just make sure you've given it careful consideration and that it feels like the right step for you. If you wanna have a personal chat with me about your current situation, and figure out how I can serve you, I would love to talk to you. I offer free 30-minute calls so that we can discuss you and your situation and what you're looking to accomplish and move forward, make a game plan, things like that. So we have lots of fun together. So if you're interested in that, I will put the link below where you can learn more about my coaching services before you sign up for a free call. That way you go into it knowing what to expect and hopefully feeling comfortable with me as your coach. That is all I have for you today. So it was a long one today. I had a mouthful to say. Hopefully it all made sense. (laughs) 
Um, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I am at Madeline Swan LLC across YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. My email is LLC at gmail.com. If you want to send me either podcast reviews or topic recommendations, or if you just want to reach out and say, hey, I would love to hear from you. So with that being said, stay safe and let's hang out again soon.